Welcome to All in Prevention, a prevention podcast brought to you by the Bristol Prevention Coalition. Today, we'll be talking with Becky White, Program Coordinator for Youth Driven at the Rhode Island Student Assistance Services. Today, we'll be talking about traffic safety as well as how the youth are involved within the state of Rhode Island. For more information on this episode, go to www.bristolpreventioncoalition.org slash podcast. All right. Good morning, Becky. Good morning, Sean. So with me today, I have Becky White from Youth Driven, which is under the Rhode Island Students Assistance Services and Rhode Island Department of Transportation. Here today, we're going to talk a little bit about what Youth Driven is and how it can help the state of Rhode Island as long with, along with youth. So if you wouldn't mind really quick, if you want to kind of tell us a little bit about what Youth Driven is, what you do. Sure. Well, first, thanks so much for having me here today. Um, You and I have worked closely together with Youth Driven and Team Spirit and Mothers Against Drunk Driving for many years. So thank you for having me today because this topic is very important and close and near and dear to my heart. But um, yeah, Youth Driven, it is a traffic safety and leadership program here in the state of Rhode Island. And we are here to educate and empower students from across the state on traffic safety topics. So those traffic safety topics could be anything from drunk driving, distracted driving, speeding, seatbelt safety awareness, and everything in between. Um, And we also are a leadership program. So we really feel that it's important to educate students on how to become leaders in their communities in order to have the confidence to educate others about these topics. So it's all intertwined. And it's very, it's very important. So like you had said that we've worked in the past together. So going all the way back 2015, (laughs) when I was doing team spirit with mothers against drunk driving, I believe that was like one of the first times that we met, Mm -hmm. let alone you've also like worked with my sister and everyone beforehand too. So I've been um, around a long time, but so many good kids along the way and students. And it's, it's, it's honestly such an amazing program because I still have a lot of my close best friends still that I talk to every single day I met through the programs. So, and even when I was doing staff and leaders, uh, leader, all those people too, like absolutely, I keep in touch with them every day. So it's not only is it focusing in on what's important to, um, with driving with traffic safety, but it's also, like you said, a leadership program. It, uh, ends up building so many great relationships in the end. It's great. No, it really is. Yeah. No, 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 I didn't. I didn't want to interrupt you. No, you're probably um, fine. I think that is the big key component with the success of this program after so many years. So to give a little background to our listeners, the Youth Driven Program um, adapted from an original Mothers Against Drunk Driving program here in Rhode Island called Team Spirit. So if Sean and I are mentioning that, that is the first program that was the youth program. And we were really focused around drunk driving specifically, but it was really the starting point for this program. And from that program, we educated students all about these traffic safety topics. But as Sean just mentioned, and is a key component to the youth driven program is the connections, the friendships, the support that you find through this program in order to say no in order to make good choices with other students that are making good choices too, that you may not have met otherwise. Um, And that's just so important, especially at a young age in your teen years when you're so 
um, it's hard as a teenager. You you could not pay me to be a teenager nowadays, and to go back to be a teenager. I don't know if you feel the same way, but it would. No, it's really not. hard. It's a hard yeah. time in your life to just you know navigate. You're trying to figure out who you are. You're trying to figure out what you want to become and who you want to be, and you're constantly facing challenges. You're constantly facing influences in your life and it's hard too when you're in a small community I know for me I knew the same kids growing up from kindergarten all the way up to high school so you make these bonds with these people and then people start to make choices that you may not agree with and then you're kind of lost in trying to decide whether or not you want to stay friends with these people or if you really want to listen to that inner voice and start making good choices and that's where youth driven comes in and and gives you that opportunity to meet and connect with really amazing student leaders across the state, amazing staff, amazing um, youth leadership. So that's a big component of our program too, is that we want to really give students a role in leadership. And we ask students to step up and take part in that leadership role. So I know that was a very long answer (laughs) to a very, very short question, but I just, I, for me too, I know Sean just mentioned it. Um, some of my best friends I found through this program. My my own husband I met through this program, and um, it just goes to show the connections and the bonds you make through this program are lifelong and so meaningful. No, yeah, and as Becky said, her husband, but also <laughs> like a bunch of my friends. Like I went to prom with a lot of the people that I met through went through Team Spirit, and then into yeah. Youth Driven as. Um, actually youth force and then mm-hmm. youth driven. I was going to say with youth force, when I was, that was my first year being a leader there. When I'm looking at youth driven now there, I had students in my group who are now who applied to be leaders at the last summit. Yep. And I was working with them and I was like, Whoa, <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like, yeah. I was like, that's a, I was like, it would like made me like, like had like a little bit of like happiness to it. I was like, right. it's like great to see. And I absolutely love coming to the summit and I, even if not a part of it, I love watching it. I love seeing everything that's going on, what you're doing in the state. And it's absolutely, I love it. Um, and I'd like to make a really quick shout out to Youth it. Force and to the Rhode Island Police Chiefs Association. Yes. So um, in 2018, the Police Chiefs Association was very gracious in picking up this program um, and offering to lead it with myself and the Rhode Island Department of Transportation Office on Highway Safety. And they held this program for two years and then, you know, COVID happened and um, we found a home with um, the Rhode Island Students Assistance Services and we're very blessed to have them as our, um, scratch that, uh, <laughs> sorry, we are, we are with the Rhode Island Students Assistance Services and it's just a wonderful fit because we are a prevention-based program and that's what the Rhode Island Rhode Island Students Assistance Services is all about. So we love the Rhode Island Police Chiefs Association, and we are so grateful that they took on this program for two years with us, and they are still great partners with us. So just wanted to say that. So now touching on Rhode Island Students Assistance Services. So for those of you who may not know, so uh, Rice Asner, Rhode mm-hmm. Island Students Assistance Services, have a student assistance counselor in almost, almost every high school and middle school. Yes. So I don't know the exact number, but mm-hmm. we're just, I know we increased the amount of student assistance counselors this past year, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. The need for student assistance services within schools is so 
necessary right now. Um, there's a huge mental health crisis going on in our state, across our country, um, and the students need that support. And I'm so grateful to be a part of the program and um, work with some amazing students assistance counselors across the state. Yeah, so, and I graduated in 2020, so my Mount Hope High School in Bristol was where I was able to attend, and we had our, we had ours, I had this, we had the same one for all four years, and I saw how she was able to help different students and help, um, like you said, with the mental health crisis, they're really, it's a great, they're a great resource to the schools, mm-hmm. because anyone can go to, can go to them, mm-hmm. and then work with them, and there's no, I don't want to and think of the word for it but there's no like punishment to what they're going to come and talk to them about and I think it's it's honestly a great program um and what's also nice is in those in the schools as well we have our youth groups so such as over here in Bristol we have stand mm-hmm. which is students taking actions against negative decisions or we have sad groups students against destructive decisions and above the influences which are ATI so we have those across the state, as well as VASA, sorry. Yes. <laughs> VASA, yes, Varsity Athletes Against Substance Abuse. Yes, um, there's so many. There are so thing. many of them. Yes, they're great. We're working with ours right now, do a lot more work with them, especially with youth-driven as well. Mm-hmm. But with these groups, these groups will sign up to go to the summit, correct? Correct. And in the summit, while they're there, they'll take place in the victim adoption program mm-hmm. through Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Yeah. Would you like to elaborate a little bit more on that and what these schools are able to do. Sure. So our kickoff main event for every year is our summit. It's the Youth Driven Summit. And that is a three-day overnight summit where students learn all about traffic safety and leadership skills and create an action plan that they then take back to their schools that they implement throughout the next school year. So the whole goal is for them to come back with a plan around traffic safety and they can focus on any topics such as drunk driving, impaired driving, speeding, seatbelt safety, um, distracted driving, I think I already said. (laughs) And uh, no, there's one more. Oh, impaired driving under the influence of um, cannabis or any other drugs. So um, students create this action plan. They go back to their schools and communities and implement them. But um, one of the other programs within our summit, um, we have partnered up with Mothers Against Drunk Driving here in Rhode Island, and they created a wonderful program called the Victim Adoption Program. Now, this program has been going on for many years through the Team Spirit Program, and we adopted it, thankfully, because it's one of the most powerful programs that we do. And the reason for that is because each school that attends our summit is assigned a victim that has passed away or has been seriously injured in a drunk driving crash. These families then are adopted by this school and community, and the school and community then does anything from a rock garden in memory of their loved one or even just a simple card at the anniversary of their crash. Um, And... The things that the students come up with are so impactful and so meaningful and mean so much to the families, whether it's just a card or they make a kickball event and in memory of their loved one. And it just brings that real connection with why we're doing this, why we're doing drunk driving prevention, why we're really talking about traffic safety. It's to keep people safe and to remember that other families have been impacted by this. Um, so... That is the power of the Victim Adoption Program. 
And every year we have to do a survey at the end of the summit. And the biggest, um, most liked program that we do is the victim adoption program because it does, it brings that connection with real families, real people that have been impacted by these issues in our state. So, um, yeah, it's just a wonderful program. We're so grateful to have this program through Mad RI and Francie. Just want to do a big quick shout out to Francie. Shout out to Francie. <laughs> I absolutely love her. She's great. Oh, the sweetest. Um, and then with that, so, cause, and I've taken part in them and I have absolutely <clears throat> loved connecting with some of the families and I l- even watching other, like when we have our mocktails event, which we'll get on, we'll, we'll talk about in a couple of minutes, but, <laughs> uh, so with our mocktails event, like when we have to create our displays and create a, almost a story around our drink to commit, to commemorate them back in 2019, when we did our last one, we had like our, the family of our victim came in and talked with us and we talked to her about her daughter and we got a lot more out of that than it's like in the binder when they give you all the information on her, we were able to hear more stories about her and kind of really get to know about her. She even told us a little bit about the impact that it had on them and made me cry a little bit, right. <laughs> but it's, it was honestly one, it's one of like the best moments mm-hmm. like that I've had in high school is when being able to connect, especially since we had your mom mm-hmm. as one of our victims and yep. even working with you, it's still always like, it's so it's such an impactful story to hear about. Right. And it's always something that I, when we even tell it to our schools and to our peers, it even, it gets them too because everyone realizes it's such an issue right now, especially since we've had our five fatalities so far yes. this year. Um, we've had five fatality crash fatalities on our roadways here in Rhode Island and some people might say you know oh five that's 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 pretty good right and then I asked the people you know choose five people in your life Mm. just think of five people which is very easy to do and now imagine them being gone yeah that's five families that's five communities that's five schools maybe even teammates um aunts uncles nieces nephews all impacted by someone's choice to drive impaired or make a bad choice behind the wheel. So within these programs, we have, as we touched upon earlier, we have the mocktail program, Mm -hmm. which is one of many ways that students are able to commemorate the lives of the, of the, their, their adopted victim. Um, Because some of these victims, they could be alive. They, it's just their families. It's a friend who's decided, who decided to have them in this program. So that way that they keep their memory alive. Um, so if you want to actually, we want to talk a little bit about what, what the mocktail program, what the mocktail event means to students as well, to the program as a whole. And then even we can talk about some of the fun times that we've had there too. Sure. Yeah. So, um, within the victim adoption program, um, through mothers, young, strong driving in the spring, we do a mocktail and that is all to encourage people to take these recipes that the students create and use them as non-alcoholic options at their parties. But it's also a way for the schools to honor and um, honor and remember the victim that they have adopted for the school year. So, for example, um, if a school has a certain individual who has passed away due to a drunk driving crash that liked running, for example, and was a big-time marathoner, they would maybe make their drink with Gatorade or a Powerade or a sports drink um, in order to loop in the memory of that person. Um, Another thing 
um, students have done in the past is um, trying to think off the top of my head. There's been so many good ones. Um, But the students and the school community creates a table and a drink in memory of the individual from their victim adoption program. So they take different aspects of information that they've received from the family and then honor them. So they could incorporate that individual's favorite color or maybe if they really liked baking, for example, they could make some cookies from that individual's recipe book and have that on the table. And it's all to remember and honor the individual who's either no longer here with us or who has been seriously injured in a drunk driving crash. So it brings the school communities together. It's a little bit of a competition, which who doesn't love competition? Mm. And it, more importantly, remembers and honors the person that they're highlighting. So, And going back a few years, one of my favorite displays that I've seen It's just pelting my car at this point. <laughs> a huge thing of snow just fell off the roof of the building oh onto Sean's car. My God. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's hysterical. Anyways. <laughs> Continuing. Okay. All right. So, Past mocktails. So thinking back to actually one of my first ones is we did our display was our victim was Joe McHale. Joe McHale. It's not McHale. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was our victim and he was he loved a lot of. He was, he was Irish. His favorite show was Cheers. Oh. So we did a lot around, like, the Irish type and then, like, like Irish um, fun facts. And we actually made our drink, which it was surprisingly good yeah. for what it was. It was pistachio ice cream in mm. kale. Really? So it was... <laughs> was yes. it during that time when, like, kale was the thing? It it was, <laughs> but it was also, like, we looked and we were, like, Joe McHale, so we called it the oh. McHale shake. Um, Very clever. I don't know where we came up with that, but we I were also you... seventh graders in middle school. No, I think that's very clever. But it was, it was, it was actually shockingly okay for nice. what it was. We also had pistachios on top, so it was... It was very green. Very we'll green. put it that way. Because <laughs> with the mocktail, you do have to make them not only taste really good, but also have to have a little spice of health in there. So, yeah. Um, yes. But that was, yes, that was ours. And we actually did a, um, we did a whole board about choosing your path where we actually took like little like toys and trinkets and we made a path of, you go down this road of like you choose to drink and drive oh. and it showed we actually went a little too much on this one, but we showed a little car crash. <laughs> and then right. on the other side, it was a little like, like meadow of flowers. But I like that. It was in, and that was our, and that was our message was you can like, you can choose your path. Cause like you said earlier, this is 100% preventable. And so we did that, but I remember, and I believe it was Bishop Hendrickson. They had a victim who absolutely loved like carnivals and mm-hmm. t- like that type scene. So they actually made a carnival game and gave away goldfish. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yes. I remember winning a goldfish (laughs) and then walking up to my mom. She's our advisor at the time. (laughs) And her telling me, no, go put that back. (laughs) And I was like, okay. (laughs) Like, go give it to my friend. not bringing that home. Yeah, no, she was not a fan of that That will become my responsibility. Go put it back. It literally was. (laughs) (laughs) But so it just shows just how how serious everyone takes it and how it like the displays like some of them are like they're very Incredible. small with an extreme like extremely strong message or you right. 
have I think it was like Cheriho who actually built like a little like police car type looking thing with yeah. like actual flashing lights because right. they one of their victims was an officer and it was mm-hmm. it's it's really good because it really it brings across a really good message right and it's one of my all-time favorite events throughout the year is it really I will say it is yeah not only do you get to get Everything just tastes really good. Really good. You get <laughs> a good sugar high going. Yes, you do. <laughs> you <laughs> but, need a little bit of Pepto at the end, but you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep for a couple days. But, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, but not only that, but it brings it just brings everyone together. Because everyone, you, if you're new to it, that's one of your first events and you get to meet everyone. But everyone who's there, you just met over the summer and everyone's just so excited to see right. everyone. And you just it's just a great time to all yeah. get together the like energy's you said, there's, good. it's it's really good and like you said there's a little competition to it too mm-hmm. so when we go through our people's choice and everything like that which our people's choice award is somewhere, somewhere over in, here in the office that we're <laughs> yes, sitting in somewhere over here um it's here it, it's here you won yes <laughs> people's choice 2019 yeah woohoo no um no it was great but it's it's honestly one of the best events and i absolutely love like seeing it going to it like i said i've been out of high school for a couple of years now so i see it from a little bit of a different perspective right but it's it's still overall one of the best times to go to um trying to think yeah no yeah so this program um it's open to all of the students that attend youth driven so we have been approached by other schools that say you know we didn't attend the youth driven summit we don't have a victim to honor but we'd still like to be a part of it um it gets a little tricky just because we need to make sure that the families are all right with having another school represent and honor that person. So um, this year we are having it at Bishop Hendrickson in April, um, and we've notified all the schools who are going to be a part of it. Um, but So we're looking forward to it, and it's going to be a good time, it's, and it just it raises awareness around drunk driving, and it also just brings the students together again and the things that the students come up with are always better than anything I could have ever come up with, which is another great point. You know, these students have such good ideas and this is what youth driven is all about. It's all about the students. It's all about their ideas and they are the change makers. You know, they are our future. They are our future leaders and already our leaders. So we just, we're just here to give them a platform and to, in a positive, productive way, make change. Mm. So, which is so important. It, it is, especially with everything like we talked about is going on around right now and our past too within the state. It's it's honestly, to me, it's one of the best programs that we have. Thank you. And I've been I'm involved in a lot of the other programs, but still overall, the one that everyone seems to also always be involved in is the youth-driven youth force team spirit, that like that whole Right. Like family. If you think about, yeah, if you really think about all of the prevention leaders that are slowly becoming adults and mm-hmm. are adults like yourself, and it's, they all came through this program. Well, you know? So, so, like me and so Zoe Morrow, who will be here in a couple episodes. Hi, but Zoe. Hi, Zoe. <laughs> Zoe. So, Zoe works for Tobacco Free Rhode Island mm-hmm. now. And me and her, we were just talking a couple weeks ago that. We both met in 2016 or 17 out of like a workshop conference that we had. And now like here we are, we're looking at ourselves like five, almost six years later. 
and we both have our prevention specialists and it's like personally I owe a lot to these programs because it's what got me into the field because I am not gonna lie when I first got involved with team spirit it was we're looking to get more people to go um you're going and I like (laughs) I'm not gonna lie I kind of dreaded it a little bit but then as soon as I got there and got a line of people walking up to the dorms at Brian absolutely yelling at me <laughs> to be <laughs> with so much energy. I was like, oh no, no, this is this is where it's at. This is this is where I need to be right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always been, like I said, some of my favorite memories. And I was able to get involved in staff and do our videos. And it was right. It's always such a fun, fun perspective from that side because I'm capturing their everyone out there like their highest energy moments. I have the most hysterical pictures of people. <laughs> but right. Yep. It's, it's absolutely great. Yeah. Yeah. And so now not only do we have, not only do we have a lot of fun throughout the summer and everything, but we also take into account the seriousness of the issue, which brings us into the winter when the candlelight vigil is held. Mm-hmm. So for candlelight vigil, and if you want to go on a little bit with me, is the time that we we kind of get into a more serious manner where we're able to honor the victims even further. If you want to talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. So the victim adoption program is also a mother's day strong driving program originally, and it's to honor the families um, at a candlelight remembrance ceremony. And it's extremely emotional um, and it's there to support the families and to remind them that they are not alone, especially during the holiday season, which can be, specifically more difficult to go through when you've lost someone. So um, that one has continued to happen. Um, we did it both. Not I had really nothing to do with it. Francie at Mad Rhode Island did a wonderful job this past year having it both over Zoom and in person. So it may not have been as big as previous years, but at least it happened. And at least it was there to support the families. Mm. Um, And, you know, I think it's wonderful that she offered it over Zoom too because there are individuals that may not have been able to get there on time with work or even, you know, traveling at night can be particularly difficult for some people. So um, I think having the option of the both was really good. But um, it's a great, great night to honor and remember people who are no longer with us and to also just be a community of people grieving and remembering that we're not alone. It's, it's also, so it's, it's also a really good way to get all the schools involved because like we, for, um, when we were Bristol Warren prevention, we were able to host it a few years back and it's really nice because you get to see how each school will put it together where we chose to do, um, we chose to do poems and, kind of some like readings out that talk about remembrance and as well as the importance of it. But you also see schools like uh, Beacon Charter who have their, like their different programs where they did all musical performances and they catered, like their students catered the entire thing. So it's also a really nice way for the schools to also get a chance to bring an even like a higher level of seriousness to it mm-hmm. and, uh, to their work as well mm-hmm. with the program, which yes, I was sad I was not able to make it this year. It was always one of my favorite nights to go to, but 
was working, so no, you know no. the adult life. <laughs> I understand. It's it's everyone's really really busy. It's tough with COVID too. Yeah. Ah, oh, COVID. Which I do want to thank you so much because with COVID we we've all seen how COVID changes literally day by day. <laughs> like yes. I, I work in an assisted living where our COVID changes oh, happen mid shift. So, God. but it's to me, it's still, it's really amazing and really like nice knowing that while we're still going through COVID, we're still working at this and making adjustments. I remember getting emails from you probably every week last year yeah. <laughs> saying, Hey, so this changed oh for the gosh. summit. If, if anyone's ever tried to plan a, a hundred person event during yeah. a pandemic. <laughs> I, it's hard <laughs> I, I, to say I the least. Imagine, but hey, you did it. COVID, it was, I don't know how it I was, did it. Uh, I have no idea. I have an amazing support team and Colleen, my yes. number one um, support <laughs> through it all. She was just like, this is good. We're going to get through this. She was my positive little Jiminy Cricket on my shoulder saying, you got this. It's good. So um, I am very blessed to be surrounded by so many wonderful people that were supporting me because there's no way I could have done it by myself, including our wonderful staff, which you were a part of, um, all alumni of either Team Spirit, Youth Force, and now Youth Driven. So um, nothing great happens with one person. It's it's a team effort for sure. But yeah, COVID has made everything difficult, whether it's mm. been our student meetings that we hold monthly um, we were holding them over Zoom, and then our numbers just went down with student participation, and I also just wanted to get together with the students again. I mm. missed the energy. I missed the ideas and actually being in the room with them, and, you know, this actually, it wasn't working in January, and I, and, and you know, when something's not working, you got to kind of look at it and say, all right, what I need to change this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nothing, it's not my fault, but this, it, the students are telling me this needs to change. So yeah. we, I took a month off from the students, student meetings. And I said, you know, we got to do this in person. Mm-hmm. We got to get the kids back together. That's where the energy is. That's where the power is. So we actually had our first student youth meeting this past month and we had 16 kids show up from across the state it was amazing, and we have another one coming up next month, actually here in Bristol. Yep. Um, for the East Bay kiddos, we try to move the, the meeting around to a different library around the state just so that each kid from each region can at least attend yeah. one meeting because um, we recognize it can be difficult, especially if they're not driving yet to have a parent drive them. So mm. um, I don't even know where I went off on this tangent, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I think it's important to just, you know, if for anyone that is running a youth group or running a team or anything that's really important for students to just keep going and not mm-hmm. give up because COVID definitely challenged everyone in many different ways. And that's really what I've learned this past year is just don't give up. If something's not working, try something new. And there are so many people that are willing to help, but you need to admit I need help first, so which can be hard, very hard, but um, there are so many people and resources out there, so I think it's very important to remember that. Yes, and it's especially that's very important for, that's why this program is very important for the state because not, not only in the town of Bristol as well because we have a lot of involvement with it, but it's, it's super important because not only are we, not only are you, we touching upon the traffic safety side of it. But like you said, it's also a youth leadership program. So, and the lovely tagline of lead by example is the students are 
the students as well as us staff like we're all like learning from each other yes. and it's like even though COVID has not been the best time for all of us but it's it's taught us a lot and it's yes and it's been able to use that lead by example mm-hmm. tagline perfectly because we're all like you said as soon as something as soon as if something's not working it's giving us a chance to look back on it and say how can I fix this who can help me with it right and that's exactly why we're here with you today is mm-hmm. Um, we designed this podcast around, we wanted to be able to give our community members kind of an inside look at what is available around the state and what, like what work is being done, whether it be right up in front and you see it in the news and everything, or even kind of behind the scenes a little bit. And so that's why it's like, like I said, it's why we're here today and we're kind of talking about it, kind of giving everyone a little insight on what we're able to do and when they see my Facebook posts that say like great youth driven meeting or like the summit was great with our students they're not just like I'm sorry what is this like no like that's a cute photo of my friend's kid but cool (laughs) yeah (laughs) no I know it's it's not many people are aware of the program I mean it's getting out there but um yeah I, I just I hope people hear about this I mean it's not only wonderful for students to have this opportunity it's completely free to come to the summit Mm -hmm. which is huge and we are so grateful for our sponsors in being able to offer that to students because that is that is really the success of the program is just the community support that we've gotten over the years Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's really important for students to know about it but also parents you know I mean you I I don't know one parent that isn't nervous about their kid learning how to drive and just making sure that their kid is safe behind the wheel. And I can tell you firsthand, having gone through the program myself, I don't want to speak for you, Sean, but after going through this program, it it educates you about why it's important to wear your seatbelt. Not just because it's important and that it's a law, but why. Or why it's bad to smoke cannabis or use cannabis and then get behind the wheel. And it's, it's those things that are pretty commonly talked about. No, it's things like, I don't know. I know that for, for many of our, I don't know where I'm trying to go with this. Hang on, give me a second. Go ahead. No, where where am I going with this? (laughs) Please finish my thought. (laughs) Well, what I was going to say was going through the program, like you said, it teaches you a lot more. And I, I will not lie. Like every time I get in my car and I put on my seatbelt, it's not because, oh, well, I have to. It's because I, I, I know and I've seen, especially with like our seatbelt simulators and everything, like I went through driver's ed, of course. That's how I have a license. Yep. But like going through driver's ed, they tell you, oh, if you don't wear your seatbelt, then I, I'm actually going to quote directly from my teacher. If you don't wear a seatbelt, you're going to die. Oh. So um, I know that it's was it's a, it's a lot, but it's like. But it's true because you can get into a minor like fender bender where someone just taps your bumper in a parking lot or you can be or the unfortunate with someone gets behind the wheel. They're impaired, whether it be through, like you had said, cannabis, whether it be alcohol or just distracted and, and distracted driving as well. And they could just have looked down for a second or they could just not be in the right mindset and. While you could have your seatbelt on, it could be, it could be fatal. And if you don't have your seatbelt on, it it will be fatal. Right. Which, 
No, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. no, the seatbelt issue. I mean, it's, it, it's so important because it's, it's something that can and will prevent or help you survive a situation or mm-hmm. crash. Um, if you are wearing it correctly, yes. but if you're not, it will increase your chances of surviving a crash. So it's so important. And, and I know for many students, they say that that rollover simulator through the Rhode Island State Police is very impactful. Just yes. so for anyone that hasn't seen it, it's a wonderful program. You can contact the Rhode Island State Police or Kelsey at the Rhode Island Department of Transportation in the Office of Highway Safety. Or you can find it on our website under resources at www.youthdriven.org. So it is called a rollover simulator. And what it is, it's, it's a car on the back of a, a trailer and they roll it over, simulating a car crash going 25 miles an hour. And they have dummies inside. And the first time that they rotate it, the dummies are secured with a seatbelt. Then they stop it, and then they unbuckle the dummies, and then they simulate the car crash again and continue to um, roll it over at a 25-mile-an-hour crash to simulate it. And the dummies go flying. They, yeah. they leave the car. They end up in the front seat, the back seat. Mm. And although it may look funny, the students don't laugh. And it's usually very quiet when the simulator is going around. And when I talk to students afterwards, I say, you know, what do you think about the simulator? They were like, that was so impactful to see what happens yeah. to your body inside of a car if you're not wearing your seatbelt. And... At 25 miles an hour, That's it. how often are we driving 25 miles an hour if you're not exactly. in a school zone or if you're not in a, in a neighborhood? You know, we drive much faster than that mm. typically. And it's it's a lot different to see in person because you, you learn about it. You hear about whether you're not so like our main roads are 40 miles per hour. Right. Whereas as soon as you see, and like you said, it's 25 miles per hour. As soon as you see that, it really makes you think mm-hmm. like, whoa. Yeah. Like if that's Imagine just that 25, 35, 35, or whether you're on the highway yeah. and your speed limit can reach up to 65. Right. Whereas that it's even, I've been driving for five years. And when I, every time I see the simulator, it's always like, it's, it's, it's always a good ref. It's like a refresh on like immediately. It's a wake up again. It's right. like, wow. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't wearing my seatbelt when I was in my crash. So I would not be here. So, and I know many people, other other people that have been in crashes too could say the same thing. Mm. So it or saves lives. Wear your seatbelt. Yes. Correct way. See people who, <laughs> when they're wearing their seatbelt, at most their injuries just are bruising mm-hmm. across their chest area or even a yeah. worst case scenario is you just dislocate your shoulder, like yeah. something like that. And right. that's a lot better than yep. the alternative. Yeah. So you want to stay inside your car and cars are made to keep you safe. The amount of airbags and safety precautions that they have in cars now, they're built to crash around you and to buckle around you, but you need to stay inside the vehicle in order for it to keep you safe. Yes. So wear your seatbelt, people. Yeah. So, and, and you had mentioned <laughs> it earlier about wanting to see the simulations and everything, and you talked a little bit about youthdriven.org. So what we'll have is on our website, our Bristol Prevention Coalition.org, we'll actually have under our podcast section with this episode, we'll have a link to youthdriven.org as well. We'll also have, in case any of our Bristol community members are looking to see a little bit of our involvement with it, we'll have some photos, videos, just from the past years, as well as, like I said, a link over to Youth Driven and 
So that way you can really get the full information on it as well as some contact info for Becky. Yes. So that way, and for our local high school advisor, so that way if you do want your kid to be involved or if you want to get involved with it on our coalition level, we'll be able to help you with that. And we always love to have people with us because it's a community. More of us, it makes it stronger. It makes it more impactful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, everyone's welcome. It's open to any Rhode Island high school student, including current eighth graders going into their freshman year. So um, if you have anyone in mind, maybe you're a parent listening to this podcast, or if you have a cousin or a sibling, anyone, come on over. We'd love to have you. Um, We pay for everything. You basically just have to register and on our website, and um, Sean will put that up there for you guys. And applications are open until the end, the beginning of May. Um, There are two applications. Um, there's one application for students that just want to participate, maybe the younger students. And we also have an application for a leader, student leader position. This is for our 10th graders, 11th graders, and 12th graders. Because we are a leadership program, we really want to encourage students to take that leadership role. And it's a great opportunity for them to become leaders and lead a group of students within the summit. Um, so yeah, we encourage you to check it out. Yeah. And what I will say is if you are thinking about taking that student leadership role is if you have a fear, if you have like that, like a little bit of like a little fear behind it, you're nervous joining it. I will say I, we, when I went into my first leadership role was, was very nervous around working with it as well as some of the other people with us, but it really, it, it helps you become that leader as well at the same time. And they, because leading up to the summit, there's multiple meetings, multiple yeah. gatherings. Yeah. You actually get to, you get a co-leader with your, for your group. Yes. Not to spoil so not- too much about the summit because <laughs> if you, but you get, you get your co-leader too, where the two of you kind of work off of each other and you both equally become a leader together. Yeah, you're co-leaders. You're yeah. not, you're not leading a team all by yourself. We would never do that to you. That is nerve wracking. No. So, um, so it's, it's, thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. It's two student leaders, um, that are high school students that we partner up after we kind of get to know you a little bit better and see who, what kind of person you are and your likes and dislikes. And we match you up with another student and you and that other student would then lead around 15 to 12 students from around the state. Um, you become a color team. So we give you a color, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, whatever color it is. And you then just bond with your color team. And I mean, I was many years ago uh, a color team leader and it is nerve wracking. Yes. You are so scared and nervous my first color team leader was John Canole. He was like the coolest dude. Shout out to John if you're listening. Um, he was older and I was so nervous. I was a sophomore. Were you a sophomore when you did it first? When I started, I was going. I think I was a sophomore and I was, I was so scared. My first one, I was my first team spirit was 2016. So I was actually going into my freshman year. Oh my gosh, you were Because we were, Kikamua was the, um, um, the first middle school group. Yep. to ever actually send a whole group. Gotcha. Which yeah. was... Yeah, so yes. you were young too. I was very, very so young. It's, <laughs> it is nerve-wracking, but I can tell you it was the best decision mm. I ever made because it does. It, it builds your confidence. It gives you a boost of just adrenaline and connections with so many amazing people. So um, 
Yeah. I, if you're thinking about it, if you're on the fence, if you're like, I think I'd be good at this, but I don't know if I should just do it is, is my biggest recommendation. You have nothing to lose. Literally. And it's, you have nothing to lose. You actually have so much to earn out of it and so much to learn from it. Cause my first team was I'm not going to lie. It was very quiet, very yes. shy. When I first started I'm on the yellow team, <laughs> um, Oh my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Bringing you back. <laughs> burnt, yeah. So when I first started there, it was very quiet, very shy. It didn't very shy. It? No, very, very shy. shy yes. <laughs> New words with Sean. <laughs> no, but I was very quiet, very shy. And everyone else around us was too. But by that first night and then going into the next morning, because we all had to, no matter how upset we were about it in the morning, when we found out that we weren't allowed to have breakfast with our friends, it was with your team. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, that was like, that was like the best part of it. So we all got together. Not only did we all get to see each other and how we all are in the morning, which I, if any of you are listening, I'm so sorry for <laughs> my miserable self. You're not morning. a morning person. No, I am not. I am the opposite. I am a morning person. Yeah, so you probably hate me in the morning. I'm, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm a morning person past nine o'clock. <laughs> but, but so it was, it's a great time because you really, you get to learn from each other and I have, a couple friends from that team who, when we first met, we actually didn't start talking to each other really until almost the last night, yep. me and a couple of the people from that team. And then it's so like every now and then, like I'll post in my Snapchat story or they'll post on theirs and we'll slide up on each other's and like be like, whoa, wait, like what's going on? Like mm-hmm. I started a new job a few months ago and they, I posted about it and they were like some of the first people to jump up and be like, that's so cool. Right. Like, and right. we, still taught like every day it's yeah think of the hundreds of kids that are like us that have gone through the program and are probably might be listening and be like yeah the connections I made through this program I still have my affirmation oh I have all mine too so Mm -hmm. another thing to spoil the summit but on the last on over the course of the week you should you you write write little notes little notes to people whether it just be like hey it was really great meeting you or like your laugh is infectious Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I wrote that a couple times to people and it was like but you get them at the end of the the last night on the last night and you you take them back to your dorm room that you're all staying in gives you a nice college experience at the same time but you go back to your dorm room and you read them and it it gets emotional sometimes because right. it's it's these are the people that you've met and you're like you're like these are my new best friends like right. I still have all of mine mm-hmm. I still have the every single one categorized by year but Aww. they were I sometimes I'll go back I'll look over them they, yeah. some of them are actually hanging with pictures on my wall wow. like like it's just yeah I have all mine from from youth force yeah when i was a leader which they're they go from funny and then also being like super nice and super sweet yeah and it's 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 honestly one of the best i'm pretty sure one of our leaders drew actually drew us all a little dinosaur and then put him in yes (laughs) and he i think it was him he drew a dinosaur (laughs) but didn't put anything else with it (laughs) and then put it all in our boxes so it was like it's like stuff like that. It's really huge. Yeah, we, yeah. They, we still have our group chat from that. Like we still Do you really like every so often it's a someone will be like, "Hey, I miss you guys," Aww. and then we'll all just like quickly Start. update on life, and then like, nice. and then we'll like talk again in a couple weeks. Yeah, and I mean, 
think about the connections you've made and think about the hard times you've had in your life and who are the people you reach out to usually is, is at least one or two that you've met through this program. Just because, I mean, when you hang out and meet these other student leaders and you get to live on a college campus for three days, share oh. meals with each other, laugh, make inside jokes, you're naturally going to bond with these people. And I think a big part of Youth Driven that we've always done, even at Team Spirit and at Youth Force, the big thing that we always stress is, you know, we celebrate diversity. We celebrate everyone being different. But here, there's a bubble. We're kind to one another. We respect one another's opinions. And it's perfectly fine for people to have different opinions. But we stress that we are all here to make our roads safer and to be the best leaders that we can be. And in order to do that, we have to be good listeners mm-hmm. and we have to respect what people are saying and be okay with that sometimes. Um, but to also just work together and it's really important and a safe place that kids can have that is very rare mm. nowadays to have that safe bubble of other students that just respect who you are and we accept everybody. So yeah, it's, it's always been, it's always been one of the best, right? best memories, best things to look forward to for me, for other students as well. We have, I know we have one student who wasn't able to make it last year, but he saw everything that went on and he's like, whoa, <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I really want to go now. Right. So it, it's one, it's, it's honestly one of like, it's the best type of program that we have for high school students. It's for high school and like you said, middle school students Yeah, <clears throat> or coming right out of middle school it's a it's it's one of the best it's it's absolutely amazing right and we have the a range of kids that that attend yes. we have the kids that their parents sign them up and they are miserable that first day sean's pointing at himself right yep. now yep like what am i doing here what is youth driven why did my mom sign me up for this mm-hmm. i'm so mad that it's eight o'clock in the morning and i'm getting yelled at and screamed at not yelled at and screamed at i'm yeah, getting it's, enthusiastically it's, it's actually in a positive way yes it's it's a yay welcome 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 but and, um and the energy is high and then you're thrown into an auditorium all together with yeah, people that you with just people you don't met. know yeah. um and so it's uncomfortable but then you have the other students that are all about it ready mm-hmm. to go have been to youth summits conferences before um that are ready to go so but then by the last day all the kids you're there's are always, there's yelling a, and screaming together and yep. crying together I was gonna say there's a lot of crying there's sometimes. a lot of happy tears um nobody wants to go home no um and it just it, it i i say it every year it just fills my cup of joy mm-hmm. and it just it feel you know it's i'm a team of one here at youth driven and in the sense of like, I don't work in an office, I'm, I work from home. And so it, it's, it's very isolating at times. So being able to have the summit and other events, it's just, it fills my cup of joy. And it, it just reminds me, you know, this is why we're doing this. This yep. is important. Um, and the students are amazing. I'm never, I'm never surprised at how amazing the students are. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for coming in today and talking with me. And like I had said, you're our first episode here. Yeah. And I'm very excited about this. And I'm very excited to see Youth Driven over the course of this year, as well as getting into next year as well. So, again, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Sean. And thank you for all the work that you've been doing. And just keep leading by example like you have been over the many years that I've known you. Um, and 
your whole family really. Yeah, it's <laughs> a, a bunch um, of leaders. I, I love when people I, I love when people find out that over here at Bristol Prevention <laughs> that the coordinator of Bristol Prevention is Barbara Palumbo, who for those of you who don't know, is my mother. Mama. But then our high school advisor is also Carrie, but that's my mom's sister. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a family affair. It's it's I will say it run it runs within our family and we we absolutely love like this is we wouldn't be doing like we do this this is like something that I feel like we would not like not be doing if mm-hmm. that made any sense no it does um it is my sister was involved yep. back in 2000 like she her first team spirit was 2012 yeah and I, yeah. or 2000 she was 12, and then, and yes. then yep you're right because she was a leader in, and I was a co-coordinator. Fourteen and fifteen, I believe yep. that was her time. She actually, me and my sister, I, I I got involved because of her. But her last, her last team spirit where she was staff, she had a sprained ankle and a boot. My <laughs> youth driven last year. You're following <laughs> when I was footsteps. on staff. I had the exact same sprained ankle in a boot. So we always have one it's person in a boot. Literally, every year. it's always one There's person. Always There's always one. some person on like the little scooter thing yep. that's absolutely racing through. Mm-hmm. Or you just see me running down a sidewalk. <laughs> sorry, hobbling down a sidewalk because it's <laughs> downpouring. Yep. And I didn't know <laughs> until I walked outside. Yep. It was. Oh, always yeah. one, but it's There's always one for us. It's it, for us. It's something we, we love doing. And this program is it's run like it will. It went through my sister. My mom did it actually before I before my first team spirit. My mom brought a few people from uh, Kikamua. And so she was going to it before even I was. Yeah. And then she was like, it's amazing. It's awesome. She mm-hmm. was like, you're going. And then at <laughs> At the time, we had Maria with us as well, mm-hmm. and she was, she said the same thing to me, and I was like, "It's like this can't be that good." Like, <laughs> like I feel like it's being hyped up a little too much. And then I went, and I was like, "They didn't hype this up enough." <laughs> like, right. like it was, it's, it's a great. It's, and you'll see that too. There are a lot of family, like a lot of families that are involved in it. Well, we have like Izzy Blair and all of that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, Izzy. You just co- need co-leader. one person from the family, and then we get the whole family. You get everyone else. The cousins, after that. the siblings, my cousins. Like yeah, we're you, all. You, and and I just want as many people in Rhode Island to hear about this program and know that it's out there and available. We have a um, hundred spots available for this year, and they're they're already going already yes. in February, which is amazing. But um, if you're interested, please feel free to contact us. And yes. if you have questions, please feel free to contact me through our website. And I would pl- please contact her. And if you want to learn a little bit more about the program or even how you can get involved with us here in Bristol, like we'll, we'll have everything up on our website and we'd love to hear from everyone and we'd love to get everyone involved. Yep. Yes. So thank you, Sean. Thank you this so much. This was awesome. This was great. I'm, this is a great first episode. Yeah, no, yeah. this is great. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Anytime. And I will talk to you later. Yep.